All right, here we are at American Dream, the massive shopping mall and entertainment center. Only a 10-minute drive from my house. Yeah, I'm on vacation this week, but I'm not really going anywhere. I had to figure out a place to go because I have to be home to have a haircut. I have a haircut schedule tonight, so I can't go on any extravagant journeys to Staten Island or anything. So I figured, hey, you know, I have this uh, massive entertainment complex so close to my house. Of course, my wife's at work. We only have one car, so I took a lift. And look at this. The American Dream made a deal with Lyft. This is the Lyft Lounge, you know, L-Y-F-T, the Uber competitor. So uh, they still can't, every time, I've only taken Lyft here once or twice, but they can never figure out how to get in here. This, This mall is a spaghetti of roads. It is impossible to figure out. And then when she came in, she's like, oh, do I have to pay to park? I'm like, well, the first half hour is free, but she still had to take a, a ticket and figure out. And then they, she still couldn't figure out how to come over here. I had to walk all the way across the parking lot. Listen, it wasn't a big deal, but... But yeah, man, so like, you know, I used to love just wandering around shopping malls by myself. I, like what I would do is I would just sort of go to a shopping mall, drink some uh, Starbucks espresso, and just wander around by myself and go to the bookstores, the game stores. If they had an arcade, go to the arcade, you know. Just uh, maybe get some food in the food court. It's, uh, you know, a... Uh, where am I? Okay, you know. Uh, it was, it's always been my, one of my rituals, but of course now the malls aren't quite as fun. They don't have as much fun stores, right? It's the whole thing. Oh, look, Mr. Beastburger. I, I read an article about that. Yeah, it was a... Um, some sort of YouTube star uh, opened his own hamburger place and like 50,000 people showed up to, on opening day. It shows the power of social media. There's a Starbucks over there. Maybe I should just get, I, I, I mean, I already had some coffee, but I should get an espresso. Uh, maybe I'll get a Dopio espresso just to get going, you know, because I have the whole day here. The mall just opened. It's 11 something a.m. And uh, yeah. Ooh, what's that? Some little uh, capsule machines, you know, like the Japanese-style machines where you put some coins in and you get a get some uh, toys out. What, what is that? This little arcade. Wait a minute, what is this? See, I know every time I come here, there's so much new stuff open. It's a little, uh, it's like a little Japanese arcade. It's called Snatched. Oh, it, yeah, it's a little um, Japanese uh, claw machine arcade. This is so cool. Nice. Should I try to snatch something? I don't know. I feel very defeatist about these things. I feel like I'll never win. But, I mean, if you're spending, like, how how much are the tokens here? Uh, Each token is $1. $1 per token. And the prizes here, this one, for example, they're little toys that uh, must be worth about, like, literally two cents, like, in bulk. So why wouldn't you be able to win? Lucky game. This is so cool. S-U-P space C-O-O-L. Sup cool. Plushes. Oh, wow. Weird, creepy little dolls. Walala girl dolls. Wow. I'm snatched. <laughs> They're like creepy little like mid-century uh, porcelain doll kind of characters called Walala girls. And these themselves must not be worth very much. Anyway, there's no, there's no attendance here, but... Uh, 
what do they have in these machines? Three tokens! That means three dollars for each of these things. Little Transformers toys. Little, oh, those look like that. Those little um, alligator things where you touch the teeth and it snaps down on you. Listen, this stuff is this, this stuff is a, a ripoff. But this place, this American dream, I'm telling you, this is a place where parents bring their bring their kids and they they, they have to spend something like a thousand dollars if you have a whole family. Everything's so expensive. There's a Lego land. There's an aquarium over there. Wild stuff. But yeah, this is this is my vacation to come over to American Dream. It's rather convenient. This this I mean, there's nothing like this in, in the whole of the United States or even in this uh, hemisphere. So anyway. I can just wander around. All right, let me get some espresso for that. I, th I think, is this it? Yeah, this is it. Let me get some espresso. All right, I got my dopio. Smells pretty good. You know, I really hardly ever get espresso anymore. I don't really go to Starbucks and I don't make it at home. I just have coffee at home. Oh, look. Can you go to the third level now? There's a, there's, it looks like there's a hoarding for a round-the-clock diner. Go up there, like like a '50s style diner, kind of thing. Also, I wonder if they—I don't think it's open yet. Remember, I, I read that story about the uh, the New Jersey Hall of Fame that's going to be here. Oh yeah, you can get a, you can go to the third level. This place is so huge. I mean, they built this place, and there's so much stuff. There's so much expansion they need to do. Look, Care Carawana, the CBD dispensary. Oh, nice. Look at this, all sorts of stuff. Vintage clothing. Wow. And of course, big snow. It's back open again. The big snow is the uh, indoor ski slope. Ooh, it smells like pine needles. I don't think I've been on this third floor before. Mr. Beast Burger, now open. Let's see what's going on up here. Oh yeah, they have the yard house. That's the... Uh, a place that has like hundreds of beers on tap, I think. This place is pretty pr pretty empty. It's like <laughs> before noon on a on a Wednesday. This is, what's up with Yard House over here? So yeah, that says, oh, coming spring 2023, the Around the Clock Diner, and also the Calypso Mediterranean Grill, coming soon. Nice. yard house and the hell's up with their logo they use times new roman as a logo that's really i mean it, they don't it's not terrible in terms of the type of establishment it is but times new roman please typographically offensive to people like me let me see if they have anything vegan here at the yard house Ooh, look at all those kegs yeah let's see anything. Oh yeah, they do have a V for vegan. Nice. Edamame. Their Jumbo Bavarian Pretzels vegan. I'm hoping that V stands for vegan and not uh, tomato bisque. I'm not vegetarian. Who knows these days? Anyway, I'm not going here anyway. What is this? What is this music? It's like this nightmarish music. What the hell is it? This is, this is like some huge food court that's yet to open. This is awesome. Mr. Beast Burger. Can you imagine 50,000 people showed up here? Wow. Some espresso. Look at, yeah, look at this. This is so cool. 
Oh, some people are eating some Mr. Beast Burger already. Everything's under construction. But there's all sorts of cool decorations. Like there's these benches that are like oval and these almost like mushroom shaped wood slats. Oh look, there's a very nice little fountain, big fountain over here. And here's the Mr. Beast Burger. What the heck do they have over here, Mr. Beast Burger? I don't think they have anything for me. Vegan, yeah. It's cool though. But this, like, this place is huge. And there's all these hoardings of what's coming next. Jarana authentic Peruvian food coming fall 2022. Well, I think that that is now, but it's not open yet. Look at this. This is so wild. It kind of feels like a casino kind of space, you know, like at a casino resort. How about Katen Zushi Nomad coming spring 2023? Mi Mariachi Restaurant and Takaria coming spring 2023. Listen, come spring 2023, this is going to be the place to be. But it even has that smell. See, that's why I'm getting a, a casino vibe because it, the water feature has that slight chlorine smell. Yeah, you get kind of you get that in casinos. How about Lout? Malaysian Singaporean farm to chopsticks coming spring 2023. And how about the little sheep hot pot coming soon? What 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 is it like lamb like little sheep like lamb lamb meat in a pot and, and they have the little cartoon character of the creature you're eating. Sichuan Opera coming fall 2022. And there, there's the Calypso, the Around the Clock Diner. Wow, they're really going all out here. This I've I've always said this place is very impressive and very cool. It's too big to fail essentially. <laughs> this is quite a project. I've been watching uh, on my bus trips into New York City watching this place be built since uh, I don't know like it's been like almost 20 years now 15 years that this place is being built of course it opened 2019 right before the pandemic oh wow look at this you can go outside here I have my espresso and we'll go outside the around the clock diner this music is very vague I recognize that song. Yeah, this is cool because on the outside there's these uh, walkways you can walk. It's kind of cool. It's rather chilly out here. Yeah, you can see uh, MetLife Stadium where the uh, American-style football Jets and Giants play. They're both uh, New York teams, but they play here in Jersey. Wow, it is windy out here. Oh, look, a cool giant Coca-Cola sign. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that was an actual sign. I thought it was a video screen. Coke sign. Yeah. Cool view. I wonder if I can see my house from here. No. I'm not that far. I don't think I can see my house, though. But I think you can see the... There's a Ferris wheel here. I think you can see it from some hills in my area. I don't know if I'm going to go on the Ferris wheel. Just 30 bucks for a Ferris wheel seems like a bit steep. I like this place though. There's so much just, I mean, if you're a fan of just wandering around as I am, it's a great place. I know of one place I can get food that is theoretically vegan, which is Five Guys Burgers and Fries. I just grabbed their fries, and that's a great meal. Perhaps not healthy, but filling at least. <laughs> There's like no one here, this is awesome. 
It's incredible. See, this is the perfect uh, resource for uh, semi-vacation-like experience so close to my house. And I was anticipating that this would be a cool thing to have. The Lyft driver had uh, one of those CD holders in the visor, and they were all CDRs, you know, like burnt CDs, right? And uh, one of they were HP brand CD CDRs. Should I go? In, I should I go check out Mr. Beastburger? Maybe I will. Uh, and it was on Sharpie. One of them said the Beatles. <laughs> so someone, people are still using those CDRs in cars. I used to use those. It was a wild. See, I hadn't seen that in a while, you know. And there's the Mr. Beast Burger store, so you can buy Mr. Beast Burger products. Wow, this is some place. I don't know. <laughs> what is in the Mr. Beast Burger store? I, I have to honestly say I never heard of this guy before. Hello. It's all the logo of like a living hamburger. Let's see. They have those cool automatic Coke machines where you can make the uh, those different flavored mellow yellows, like cherry mellow yellows. And Mr. Pib, this is one of the few places you get Mr. Pib up here. Alright, let me see what they got in their menu here. Yeah, no, no. What is that logo? It's like a, well, it's like a, a college sports logo. It's like a, um, a blue, like tiger and with a lightning bolt eye or something. Nice. What is this? You can. Oh, you place tracker there. Okay. Those little those little buzzer things you get when you order. Man, they got a lot of seating here. Well, I mean, this is a popular place, Mr. Beast Burger. So this is the third floor. This is wild. I, what is that? Oh, okay. This is a sort of a sculpture based on the Angry Birds characters from the phone game. They have an Angry Birds mini golf course, which I'm assuming that what this is from. Oh, here's the escape room, too. The Eye Museum. Immerse yourself in the art of feeling. Coming soon. Wow, look at this. Oh, cool. Like, I, I've never been up here before. This is brand new for me. I'm looking down into the Angry Birds golf course. Okay. There's two, there's, there's a huge oval openings on the two levels here. And then the third, the, the ground floor of this section is, is the mini golf course. No one is enjoying Angry Birds mini golf at the moment, but I'm sure they will be. Any parents that have, I'm sure, I'm assuming this costs $40 too. Everything costs $40. And there's a cool skylight with sort of angular cross beams. Oh, look, Donor Kebab is coming. I know Donor Kebab had uh, some vegan stuff. So I was looking at some food halls that had that. Yeah, man. The escape room, the escape game. You can play Gold Rush, The Depths, Prison Break. Playground or the heist or special ops mysterious market it started as a routine operation you and your fellow field agents were sent to investigate the area's local market it's late, it's quiet but something's not quite right just as you are about to wrap up your inspection you encounter a twist you never expected should you have seen this coming 
Are the Angry Birds really still that popular? I mean, I, I thought they kind of peaked about about eight years ago, to be honest. But I mean, they're cartoon birds. I guess kids like them. And this whole there's so there's like empty space for stores so much up here. This is so cool. Wandering around a near empty mall. What is that in the distance? Oh, is that the uh, is that Toys R Us over? I think no. Oh, it's the Oreo Cafe. Okay, so Toys R Us should be over here too. You know the Oreo Cafe? Yeah, man. It's the only Oreo Cafe in the world. Everything is based on Oreo cookies. What is that? There's a model of some sort of battleship over there. What the heck, man? Oh, I think I saw that before. I like being here. Oh, look, there's where the New Jersey Hall of Fame is going to be. We'll go check out that hoarding, too. Yeah, this place is huge. Yeah, there's the DreamWorks Water Park. Apparently, that costs a cool hundred bucks to get into. And uh, there's the, I don't think it's, it doesn't look like it's open yet, but the uh, Nickelodeon theme park. Remember, I, I walked in there for the first time recently. Um, and I found out, I bought a ticket just for one ride. It was like, eight dollars or something but you don't even need a ticket anymore to go in there apparently you can just walk wander around the theme park twist lick dunk oreo cafe at it's sugar you know you want it <laughs> do i oreos are i think accidentally vegan i think Anyway, New Jersey Hall of Fame, sponsored by Hackensack Meridian Health. Everyone needs a hero. They're going to have a bunch of stuff in there, all the people from New Jersey that are really popular. That's why, I, remember I was talking about Henry Ford a few episodes ago and about how he had his, uh, he published these anti-Semitic books that were the inspiration for Hitler. And everyone's kind of swept it under the rug because he, he was like a car guy. He made all the American cars. Yeah. Oh, look, Danny DeVito. They're going to have like a, a model of Danny DeVito, I think. He's from Jersey. And, and look, there's a virtual... There's, you can sit in a, in a real car and go on a virtual reality drive. People are finally showing up to this mall. <laughs> yeah. The New Jer and there's a big map of New Jersey, too, as you might expect. That's a good feature in the New Jersey Hall of Fame. And look, this, the International Space Station, what are they trying to say? Was that built in Jersey? It probably was. Or at least it may fly over Jersey from time to time, I would imagine. All right, I just visited the restroom. And, you know, the sinks, they have the automatic soap dispenser right by the water. Most of the time, I've noticed a lot of places they run out of soap. But this place had soap. The only problem is, as you're washing your hands, if you... If you, if you get your hands too close to the soap dispenser as you're almost done rinsing the soap off more soap will go on your hands and uh, it's sort of this repeating process so at some point you have to like avoid that area you know so you don't trigger the soap to shoot out on your hand because you already got the soap oh yeah look I'm wearing my uh, Miami Highlight t-shirt my new t-shirt yeah I was drinking some uh, Cigar City Highlight beer and I decided to research Highlight and I found a really good video online. It's the, uh, the first, it was from 1980, I think. It was the first uh, television broadcast of High Life from Miami. And uh, I guess we can go in the candy store here. 
and it was uh, very interesting. And I love the Miami Highline logo, so I, bu- I bought a T-shirt. But it's one of those. The logo is sort of deliberately made to look worn out, you know, like it's an old T-shirt, which is. I mean, I get that gag, but it's kind of unnecessary. <laughs> but listen, it was the only good Miami Highlight T-shirt I could find. Oh, look, nickel nip. You can get those little wax bottles. <laughs> I can't believe they still have those. It's like instead of chewing gum, you're chewing wax. I used to have that as kids. As a kid. Whether, whether can- this is, oh, this is like the retro candies they have over here. And there's another one, cry- uh, another wax bottle drink. I don't know. Maybe you can just drink the liquid out of it. You don't have to chew the wax. I remember chewing the, wa- the wax. It's that blackjack chewing gum. Those old gums. That, that gum you like is coming back in style. Oh, Zagnut. What about Zero? Do they still have Zero bars? I can't, I can't eat any of this stuff. It's all milk chocolate. I'm vegan. What do you want? Let's have my memories of eating candy. Ooh, Twix salted caramel. Mm. Do they have like a vegan candy section for people like me? Pulparindo? What is that? A, a, a Latino candy? Latinx candy? Cookies and cream Kit Kats? Yes. Giant plush Oreos. Yellow and black. Some Oreo t-shirts. I don't know, I'm really not super excited by the like Oreos in general. I know people are obsessed with them because they have all these different flavors and stuff. Is this Japanese candies? Yeah. What is this? Vodka. What are these? Candy vodka? Oh, infusion blends. Okay. That'd be cool. To go along with your uh, candy cigarettes, kids, have some candy vodka. (laughs) Nice. There's giant, there's life-size statues of Snap, Crackle, and Pop. They're rather frightening humanoid beings. Yeah, we're walking down the staircase here. No escalators in the candy store. Giant plush. You can buy a giant plush version of all of the candies you like. So a giant plush Swedish fish. Sounds like a fun toy. Let me me check it out. Now, how much could this be? All right, I'm going to predict the price of the... It's about a foot, foot and a half long. It's a red fish. It's one of those, it's one of those Swedish fish, but it's, um, ooh, tequila. Um, I'm going to predict this is going to be $15.99. That's my guess, the price of this. This, I did not look at it. $19.99, wow, for this Swedish fish plush. Damn, I, I'm living in the past. If I think you get something like that for $15.99, please. How about Pringles boxer shorts? Huh. Trust me, I'm a doctor, Dr. Pepper. Some cool t-shirts, I guess. I mean, nothing that exciting, but... Oh, giant plush nerds. But they're huge. (laughs) That has got to be a $50 item, okay? It's got to be a $50 item. Let's check it out. Ooh, what's over here? Okay. I don't think they opened it yet entrance to the theme parks. This is a cool place. What is this? Perfect Harmony. What is this? They're like hip, hippie products. Perfect Harmony. I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it. Oh, this is a, that Coca-Cola. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Okay. And they also have a, like a, a hippie van for, for wanting to buy the world a Coke. How much are these? 50? 
listen, there I, 20. Listen, there's a lot of wealthy people that live in New Jersey that can afford this kind of thing, okay? Oh, look, Mexican candies. Dulces Mexicana. I got to tell you about my, my Mexico dream. How much, how much are these, these plushes? Maybe they're, not, maybe they're just decorations. Maybe they're not for sale. But I want to see this. This is a Mexican snack pack. Viva la vida dulce. Wow. Oh, poporitos, too. Squinkles. Hola. Chili mango limon. De la rosa. Nice. Yeah, I gotta tell you about my Mexico dream. This was a wild one. Just reminded me. There's no, there's no one else in this store. I love this. I love walking around the candy store with like no one around. Oh, look, toxic waste candy. Giant, giant barrels of toxic waste. That's cool. That kind of reminds me of. Um, remember, there was that janitor in a can. That product. That they're about that size. I always wanted to get one of those janitor in a can bottles. Let me make a note of that. Janitor. Because I think there was a wacky pack of that. Mexico Dream. Alright, Mexico Dream. See, I, I'm wearing just a t-shirt and a little jacket thing, but it's a little too hot for the mall. So. But it's cool, they have a lot of figurines in here. The Warheads. So to- a barrel of toxic waste candy. Oh, it's like a piggy bank. That's kind of cool. Only twelve ninety nine. Wow, that's actually pretty cheap. Hazardly, ha- hazardously sour candy. They have Hawaiian Punch, Bazooka Joe, just giant statues. Hez, and then of course, Mr. Owl. How many licks does it take to get to the center? It's a giant version of that cartoon owl. Which, as you know, I'm slightly obsessed with cartoon owls. This is a cool thing to see. A major cartoon owl statue. Let's go down one more level here. This is so pointless. I love it. I love pointless wandering around shopping malls, especially when they're like semi-abandoned. One of my favorite things in life. With mediocre music playing in the background constantly. Alright, what do we got? Any really cool retro candy? They have kosher candies, but how about vegan candies? I don't know. Dip and lick? These are all the kosher candies. Jelly bellies. Oh, I get it. This song is relevant to the candy store. I got okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like a candy playlist. I'm getting kind of tired of this place. Let's get out of here. I gotta tell you about my Mexico dream. I could sit in one of these hand chairs. It looks like something out of uh, Clockwork Orange or something. It's a chair that is shaped like a human hand. Oh, look, the roller coasters are going, but there's no one on them. Penny presses. You can get your pennies smashed into any shape. Well, certain shapes. Uh, I'm going to sit in a yellow hand. a rather uncomfortable chair but yes I can, can I find any place where there's not this music blasting I need to talk let me try to find something it's ridiculous I mean is, is there like a music free zone for podcasters I know there's a podcast studio somewhere that by Coca-Cola Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola has heavily invested in this place you know? 
Anyway, I had a dream where I went to Mexico, but it wasn't like the regular Mexico. It was uh, it was a, it was a dream that is part of a series of dreams I've had where I'm going to a place with a very clear name of an actual country. Like I, I've had dreams in the past where I was going to this place called Brazil, but I I went there through an, a weird elevator in Grand Central Station. And I was thinking, oh, I'm actually, the elevator's going down through the earth, down to, uh, down, down to Brazil, you know, through the earth, because of the curvature of the earth, yada, yada. But in retrospect, it was clearly going to a parallel world, right? Another world traveling, uh, you know, interdimensionally. So this dream, I was going to a place called Mexico, and I, I went there on an ele- again on one of these weird elevators. I even had one of those uh, suitcases on wheels, you know, with the telescoping handle. And uh, I, I almost forgot my... I remember there were other people on the elevator with me. I almost forgot the... Uh, what is this? Rosetta, the Italian bakery? Wow. What is that font? It almost looks like a kind of camellia-esque. Wow. Maybe, it, maybe... I don't think it is, though. Very 70s looking logo. Anyway, um, yeah, so you, and I was, uh, I was doing my show. I was walking around Mex- the, that alternate dimension Mexico, just like, just like I'm doing here, walking around the American dream. Look, the skating ring, people are sk- ice skating. It's 30 bucks to ice skate. It's 30 bucks to do everything here. 30 or 40, those are your only choices. How much are you going to pay? 30 or 40? But if you do it online, it's only twenty-five. Um, anyway, watch these people ice skate. Oh, the the little kid has a like a. Uh, it's like a weird dolphin that you can hold on to. It's almost like a an aid to skating, learning how to skate. I guess it's like a dolphin holder thing. Or what would you call that? It's almost almost like he's pushing a cart, but it's like th- helping him keep his balance. I believe. Interesting. Anyway, so yeah, I and I was talking about. I'm like, yeah, you know, Mexico. The tourist areas really are very normal. It's not like what you hear about Mexico. And I'm like, this is so cool. I've never been to Mexico before. And I'm like, tonight I'm going to sleep in a hotel. It'll be my first time being asleep in Mexico. I'm like talking all about this Mexico stuff. But clearly, it's not like the normal Mexico. And then, let me let me look at my notes though. So then I got to this area where there were more of these elevators. And almost like around the entrances that was like lit up with this weird lighting. And th- there were these panels next to them. We could choose anywhere you wanted to go. And one of them said like Aruba or Acapulco. And there were these banks of elevators, all these different countries and stuff you could go to. And, uh, and I, was, I, I, I wasn't going to go anywhere, but I was like browsing around what country I wanted to go to. So definitely it feels like a vision of another type of society out there where people travel between parallel worlds using these elevators, which would be the, a great way of doing it, right? Because right, you need to be shunted in a, in a higher dimensional direction, be it four, five, or six dimensional direction, to go from your three-dimensional volume to, an, to a parallel volume. And an elevator would be a perf- the perfect method. It would be, you know, you probably would just barely feel it, that, that bizarre motion of being shunted slightly in a, in a direction alien to you. So then I went to this store 
and um, this woman ran the store and some other guy was there and oh yeah you gotta check the store out it's like you can scan your phone and they'll show you it's, it was like the anniversary of this store and they've been around for decades and you can scan and all the things you ever bought here you can see all the stuff you bought here over the years and they had like books and, and rec- music records and stuff and um, so I asked her you know do, do you sell used books she's like no but I, I'll, I'll buy anything used hail and it was like I don't know if that was the actual word like H-A-L-E but it was in that world it was this this guy who was a, a young pop star who was the super popular everyone was into him so she was buying anything used hail I'm like oh I was kind of joking with her I'm like oh yeah that's a good thing to buy these days hail products of course um, and she's like, uh, and I was looking over, there were like all these like weird used wallets on this display. And then she's like, uh, but I can show you this. I just got this, my new video walkie talkies. <laughs> and she had video walkie talkies. They looked like old walkie talkies with like video screens on them. I'm like, oh wow. And, and she was, she had like, she had this guy who was her assistant. who was kind of like a loser guy. And she's, she gave him the other ones, like, here, we'll, we'll demo the video walkie-talkies. But there was some, it wasn't, they really weren't working properly, the video walkie-talkies. I didn't even think to myself, well, yeah, everyone has a video walkie-talkies. No one has a, a smartphone. But anyway, then I woke up. That was my dream. But this, this interdimensional society where you take elevators to other worlds. But... You're, as a part of the society, you're allowed to know about it and travel to those other worlds, which is something that we certainly cannot. Look at this little arcade area here. Multi-cade. Remember, I, I tried to play Mappy here a while back. What is this? Squid something party? What do they have? Galaxian, Junior Pac-Man, Liberator, Mappy, Millipede, Missile Command. Yeah. I don't know. They have the world's largest Pac-Man and the Galaga. World's largest uh, Space Invaders and other multi-cade. Cruisin' Blast and Zoltar Speaks. Right? Tell you your fortune. Cruisin' Blast. Isn't this the one I, I got on my uh, Cruisin' Blast? I think I got this on my, uh, on my Switch, right? I think so. Here's Gashapon. More of these little little plush things you can get. Anime figurines, Dragon Ball Z, Digimon, Cable Mascot, D- Demon Slayer. That one's out of order. Minecraft. A lot of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I never heard of that one. How, how much are tokens? What else? My Hero Academia, Ultimate Deformed Mascot. Sanrio characters. You get Hello Kitty. Pom Pom Purin. C- Cinema Roll or Kagi Moon? Is that a new one? Looks like some sort of weird little elf lamb jellyfish kind of creature. Some sort of horrible little cartoon monster. <laughs> anyway. And here's animal balloons to, that, that you can carry around the mall with you. Tag along pets. I should go to Candle Time. They have all these weird little musical instruments they sell. L-M-N-T-S. What kind of store is this? 
Limnits, Limnuts. All right, I'm gonna just wander around for a bit, see what I can find. What is that? Oh, the next level is the, the Groovy Shop. Stay Groovy. They just sell like 60s style like sunglasses and hats. It's got to be like a, a placeholder store just to like, just until an actual store moves in, right? It's got to be. There's no way that's a real store. <laughs> it looks like a real cheapo dollar store, like sunglasses and stuff. But it's a good idea, though. Just people, Gen Xers like me, they can kind of get turned on by the idea of anything 70s or 80s or 90s. All right. Looks like we're entering the luxury zone known as the Avenue. I've been here once before. Shop the Avenue, Saks Fifth Avenue, Hermes, Carpaccio, Dolce & Gabbana, Saint Laurent, Tiffany & Company, Alexander Wang, Mulberry, Anne Fontaine, Jonathan Adler, Johnny Was, and Zedig & Voltaire. But, yeah, the, uh, the design of the seating and stuff is all very cool. They have really cool decorations. Almost sort of like a decadent mid, mid to late 70s vibe, which I definitely appreciate. There's definitely, there was a guy who was um, a, uh, what would you call it? He's like, there's a design guru for this stuff. And he, uh, he had this design vision, and everything's very... I do dig the design in this place. We, and all of it, in this wing especially, is kind of cool. As far as the stores, I don't think there's anything that I would, I would care to shop at. Even if I had the money, I don't think I'd shop at these kind of stores, but, uh, you know, that's just me. Got to be someone. Someone is shopping at these stores. As I said, there's a lot of rich people in Jersey, so rather wealthy individuals that can buy this stuff. It smells kind of, almost like a urine smell here. <laughs> Maybe that's a new thing, like the ultra luxury areas like smell like sort of like really bad areas, like this like urine smell, a carefully curated urine smell from uh, bad parts of New York City in the 1970s have been added as, as an additional luxury to our luxury wing. Oh yeah, look at this, this these, these arches of water, that's kind of cool. Maybe I could use this as a picture of myself for the show art, these arches of water. Let's see, let me see what I can cook up. I want some kind of, right, it's, it's like fountains, but they make arches, like, almost like the gateway arch. And there's a row of them, kind of, kind of groovy, definitely feels very 70s. I know they're going for like a 70s kind of vibe here. Yeah, those pictures went nowhere, but this could work. I'm look this is like uh, Saks Fifth Avenue. They have sort of a darkened window with a purple light lit Christmas tree in there. And I'm thinking I could uh, take a picture of my reflection here, which might be kind of cool. You know, so you can see me recording in, in reflection. I mean, I like the idea. I'm just not really liking the uh, implementation here. Let me try to... Maybe a different angle. You know what I mean? I, I don't really necessarily want, like, a big front and center picture of myself, but I would like, uh, you know... That's better. That's better. Okay. 
a... But I can go further away, though, I think. I think this would be good. This is a good angle. You can just see me sort of in the distance. Yeah, kind of like this. It's, this feels kind of nihilistic and kind of, kind of cool. Kind of liminal. Nice. I, I, think, I, think, I think we may have something here. <laughs> hey. All right. I can kind of dig this. I think this might work. one more what kind of a what kind of a stance should I take I don't like my stance here I guess this is all right here we go all right all right enough of this <laughs> look a koi pond wow the little letters feed fish or toss coins and <laughs> someone took someone took it says please do not and someone please made it say like please do someone must have sat here and like with their fingernail like ripped off the letters but yeah there's koi rather large you know those giant goldfish kind of like li like literally real creatures or are they holograms i don't know holograms of koi are a big thing in uh, the cyberpunk uh, realities koi's living in a mall fountain That's, that doesn't sound like a lyric like koi living in a mall fountain da, 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 da. and then here's the end of the road and there's you, you see like out into new jersey here beyond the luxury zone they have all these like topiaries painted onto the glass but then you can see the shipping area all, all like these uh tractor the trailers for tractor trailers the gray swamps of this area it's kind of a cool vibe Nice. <laughs> this place is kind of liminal because it's so kind of abandoned. I wonder if I can go eat at Carpaccio. I think the name actually means raw meat. So perhaps not vegan. I actually stopped by a chocolate place because they had a vegan display. I was looking for little individually wrapped uh, chocolates that are vegan for my wife's birthday party coming up next month. And they had these perfect little, and this is a real expensive place, like these perfect little wrapped candies, like vertically wrapped. They looked really nice. I'm like, do you have any of these in vegan? They're like, sorry, we don't, sir. We have this little box of chocolates. Would you like a sample now? No. Oh, look, there's Hermes or Hermes. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. What do they have? Is that like ping pong or some sort of ping pong paddles? How, how much are these? How much is a ping pong paddle from Hermes? Got to be like a grand each, right? There's a price tag here. Under the waves, beach and cork ball beach racket. Grenadine. But there's no price. Listen, if you have to ask, you can't afford it, obviously. Obviously. It's the avenue. Yeah, I mean, I definitely appreciate the, the sort of 70s decadent vibe of this wing. I get the reference, but I mean, it's not my favorite aesthetic, but it's, it, kind of, it kind of resonates. I mean, it's kind of ugly in a way. It's kind of an ugly aesthetic, but I think it's being used because it's kind of ugly. It's overly decorative, overly um, elaborate, but it kind of works in the context. 
course, you can see the sky. There's a whole skylight here. Endless hypnotic music. No alcoholic beverages beyond this point. <laughs> In this Carpaggio, the meat restaurant for the rich and elite. Meat for the elite at Carpaccio. Oh, wow, this is cool. The sun's shining in my face and I see the darkened... I really should take a picture. This looks actually really cool, this, this, uh, this scene here. Oh, wow, that's cool. What kind of music is this? Let me check on Shazam, like what song this is. I mean, I kind of, I kind of like this kind of like loungy music to play in the background sometimes. This is Le Cris... Le Cris... Why is everything in French in this place? Le Crissanthème by Cosmos Sound Club. Le Crissanthème. Oh, the lighting is very cool here. Yeah, definitely a cool lighting vibe here. Who knew? This is such a great place, so close to my house. Why is someone walking by with a German Shepherd? That's a little weird. Is that a seeing eye dog or a security dog? Maybe both. Seeing eye slash security dogs. A lot of guards standing around. There's really not many customers. There's many more guards than customers in their black suits. Saint Laurent, Dolce and Cabana. Well, listen, I, I can't say too much. I work for a similar kind of place, you know. None of our stores are in here at the moment, but I'm sure they will be eventually. I mean, this, this is mostly empty, this place, you know, but you gotta, you got to believe and put your store in. Believe once there's more stores, if you build it, the, the rich will come. Oh, look, coming soon, watches of Switzerland. <laughs> They're building something in there. They're building the watch displays now. Was that Gentle Minister? <laughs> oh, Gentle Monster. That's, that's a new, another one coming soon. Gentle Monster coming soon. What is Gentle Monster? Join the campaign at gentlemonster.com. Yeah. Now open Alexander Wang. Whatever, I wonder if you had this related to that. Remember that company Wang that made like computer equipment and like copy machines and stuff? I wonder, I wonder if he's one of the... Maybe his grandfather, great-grandfather started Wang, and then he became a fashion designer. You know what I'm talking about? The Wang... Like, what was it? Computers or... I don't know. It's just because, you know, when you say Wang, it was in some way a, a, a term that meant, like, the penis. And everyone, when they saw the Wang computer, they started snickering because everyone's very immature. What do you want? We just bought some new Wang computers. <laughs> Why are you snickering? They cost $10,000 each. <laughs> Wang. <laughs> Wang. And in uh, Flesh Gordon, right? Emperor Wang. Yeah. And of course, one of the classic lines from my childhood when I was... Uh, listen, when I was a kid, you know me. You know my personality. Imagine me being stuck in a regular classroom, being bored all day. I acted out. I was a troubled child. Trouble child. They put me in this emotionally disturbed class. With these, like, criminal kids that were, like, insane. I was only the only normal one there. <laughs> so that's what they all say. 
and this guy, I remember we went to like a, some sort of pool to go swimming. And this one of the kids I was with like took off all his clothes and started jumping around and saying, suck my twang, suck my twang. <clears throat> yeah, these were, these were disturbed youth. I, I found it all rather amusing. I'm, my parents were rather horrified at my hijinks as a child. But, uh, you know, listen, not everyone has the same one-size-fits-all personality. What do you want? Someone like me, I have a little bit of a different, a different mind or personality type. You put me in a classroom, I have to sit there all day long listening to this drivel from these teachers. And what do you want me to do, sit there and take it? I didn't have the emotional maturity to say, listen, I, 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 okay, I just got to tolerate this for a while. You know, I didn't have that kind of maturity. I'm like, fuck this. I just jumped up and ran out and acted out. and I was a, I was a, a little right bastard. <laughs> I was a little bastard. Suck my twang. All right, let me, let me sit on this incredibly fancy green velvet couch and look up Wang computers and see if that other, what's the guy's name, like Arthur Wang, Alexander Wang, if he was one of the Wang clan. Oh, velvet couch. All right, so when we look up Wang, we get Alexander Wang. And what about the other Wang? Like Wang computer. Vera Wang. Oh, yeah, I've heard of Vera Wang. Urban Dictionary. Wang is a slang term for penis used primarily in the North America, UK, Sydney, and Sydney, Australia. Other parts of Australia, they have different, different names for it. Hmm. What was it, Wang computers or... What was the other one? Wallensack. That was another one. Wall, what was Remember Wallensack? I think they made tape recorders. Wallensack. Yeah, Wang. Wang Laboratories was a computer company founded in 1951 by An Wang and Ji Chu. Wang Laboratories, yeah. yeah. It's just a, it's just a name. Who bought out Wang computers? It was it was acquired for two billion dollars by Getronics. Oh. The Wang name comes to an end. Two thousand two, Wang Wang was no more. And look, there's the Wang twenty two hundred computer from nineteen seventy three. That's cool. All right. Continue on in the non-luxury portion of the mall. Things can still be a bit pricey, but not quite at that level. What is this? The Truth, the truth Graphics? RJ's Closet? These are also probably got kind of temporary stores until they get, get someone real in here. They're really pushing Mr. Beast Burger. Should, should I have known Mr. Beast from his YouTube channel? I never even heard of him. Oh, here's the Groovy Shop. I don't think there's even anyone working at the Groovy Shop. It's a very low-effort store. It's only, it's only about, like, six or eight feet deep. It doesn't even go in. And they just have uh, sunglasses. Oh, there is, there is an attendant. And hats in the Groovy Shop. And there's another store called Tal New York, which sells 
I don't know, what the hell are those? Hats and just a bunch of hats. Like, Listen, it's, it's all good. What do you want? Is that store Tummy? What is that? You go there if you have a tummy ache? I'm going to go to Tummy. I have a tummy ache. Oh, Tumi maybe? T-U-M-I? Where they have like Tums there and Alka-Seltzer. You have a tummy ache, come here. Pepto-Bismol. There's a Best Buy up there. See, there's like three levels. So if, if you, if you want to go back and forth on each level, you're going to wind up at the wrong end from where you started. And you got to walk all the way back. But that's the whole point. I'm trying to walk around a lot. I'm actually getting exercise now, too, which is cool. Oh, another mirror-like thing. I wonder if this could... I don't know. Now, that other one, I think... I think that other one's going to be good for show art. I think that... I kind of dig with that, how that looked. I think I could do something with that. Tummy. Oh, they sell luggage and stuff. Lush, fresh, handmade cosmetics. Do they have, like, an elevator here? I can go to, like, a real good mall, like, back in the 80s or something. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, elevator to cool 80s mall. Time travel elevators. That'd be cool. Well, obviously, various time travel services and... You walk in and they kind of like, they, they look you over and tell you what, what pieces of clothing are a no-no, anachronistic, and give you some local, you trade in your money for local 80s currency and, you know, and go to the 80s mall, like a real 80s mall. Maybe the, all those malls in the 80s that I went to in the 80s, they had special elevators from the that people from the future came in and I never even knew about it. Probably not, but <laughs> it could happen. All right. Spencer's. Getting all confused here. What? I thought there was an Amazon store and then that Korean store. Is that on the level three? Why am I? I don't know. Ooh, a whole empty store. Very liminal. What, what, what had this been? Oh, this is a liminal space for sure. Morph, maybe? M-O-R-P-H-E? Yeah, Morph. The Morph store. Morph Babe. Oh my god, that is so liminal. Look at Morph Babe, the empty store. Maybe it's brand new. Maybe they're op just opening it up. You, you don't know if they're opening it or closing it. Huh. Oh, there's a Korean store. A it's called A Land. What's this thing here? The Asylum? This is all like a haunted house kind of thing? And here's a store called Lucky Selectism. <laughs> One common category shop. And of course, there's the Ferris wheel, which it costs $30 to get on. And I just cannot see paying $30 for a Ferris wheel. And I'm, if I go on it, I'm going to with, go with someone. You know, I don't want to just go by myself. It's very sad going on a Ferris wheel by yourself. It's kind of sad walking around a mall by yourself. But I'm not by myself. All of you are here with me. The listeners, my listeners, thank you for coming with me to the mall. This is the uh, Sinister Asylum at American Dream, Abracadabra, NYC. Abracadabra presents Sinister Asylum. The doctor will see you now. Crazy, scary, fun. So is this, what is, is this like a, uh, 
I don't even know what's going on here. It doesn't look, doesn't look like it's open yet. It looks like it's going to be a haunted house, though. This may be the first time. I'm going to try to like walk around every aspect of this mall. Then i got to get some lunch at some point. Which I'm assuming will be the french fries. Would it kill them to do one vegan restaurant here? Alright, here's A Land. Korean store. I actually saw some uh, Luna K-pop CDs here once. They have K-pop stuff. They even have Korean food here you can buy. Korean socks. Kind of similar to American socks, but they're Korean socks. Oh, they, they don't seem as much of a selection as they used to. Not as much K-pop stuff. Oh man, Korean stuff. Paul Friends, the Korean sock man. That sounds like K-pop a little bit. All right, let me go up one more level and we'll finish off this level. And I mean, is there like an early bird special? Maybe like 15 bucks for this freaking uh, Ferris wheel? Ferris wheel was actually invented in New Jersey. I don't know if you know that. I know you thought it was the Chicago World's Columbian Exposition in 1895 or whatever. But no, the Ferris apparently was in Jersey by the Jersey Shore and saw a, a wheel, a Ferris wheel that someone built in Jersey. And he's like, oh, wow, what a great invention. Let me invent that in Chicago. What a jerk. Something that was created in New Jersey, and he took credit for it. But apparently, right, he didn't really do too well. Didn't he die or something? Or, uh, well, everyone dies, but you know what I'm saying. Here's Spencer Gifts. Well, look, you can get n n Naruto dresses, in including an Akatsuki blouse for the nerd girl, for the nerd girl in your life. Naruto clothing gift. I'm starting to feel like very kind of lost in this place. What happened to that, that Amazon store? That was a good store though. The Am Amazon uh, four star. They could only sell things that were rated four stars or more. I don't know. Maybe, I think maybe the, the Amazon became like that death asylum thing, sinister asylum thing. I don't know if they still have the Amazon. Maybe it's over there. All right. Yeah, this, this food court is kind of weak. But there's a new one, Mr. Mian's Noodle House. Hmm. Anytime there's noodles, I think there could be vegan noodles, but you never know. Jollibee, home of famous chicken joy. Not too joyous for the chickens, but I guess for those eating the chickens that, that are into such things. King Kong Express, trendy Chinese food. They have steamed corn. That could be good. This giant heaping bowl of steamed corn. Alright, here's the noodle house. Sushi Express, that's not open yet. And the Dream Wheel, of course, with all of their fried foods. Let's see. Mr. Mian, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna help me out here now. And here's the Dream Wheel. Let's see. Popeye's chicken. How can they have so many fried chicken places right next to each other? You don't think they have a claws or something? 
some kind of claws. Dream Wheel is closed. <laughs> Opens at 3 p.m. I guess they, they have no customers for $30 rides, you know. They didn't have the prices posted. Fall special, $10 off, really? Every Friday through Thursday, every Monday through Thursday, $10 off. That's not bad, only $20 for a Ferris wheel. Okay, we have deep fried uh, Snicker bars. Real healthy there. Listen, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, can't they have those cool, trendy, like, hipster food places that have vegan options? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, at a food hall. Oh, look, falafels. I could really go for a falafel. Let me see if that's vegan. But these, these feel like, if these feel like uh, food vendors that would be at, like, sort of a, a dying mall, you know? Not like a brand new mall. Ichi Japan. Latin Grill. But again, this is the food. This is the food court for like lo, low, low-level people, low-income people. I think Cajun Grill. I think it's foods that would appeal to the low-income crowd. Let's see what we got here: Falafel Inc. Uh, this could this could have worked for me. All right, let me pause. All right, well, that, this ha- was an incredible surprise. Um, this, uh, she's saying everything is vegan, but it looks like not everything is vegan. Mayo-based classic white sauce? Hmm. She said everything is vegan, so. Uh, it's called Falafel Inc. They have outlets at uh, Georgetown. Tolkarm, New York, Los Angeles, Jersey, not New Jersey, just Jersey, Mexico City, Tyson's Corner, Amman, Jordan, wow, and Washington, D.C. So, the sauces, like, there's a mayonnaise-based sauce that is not vegan. Hmm. All right. Hopefully it's all vegan. <laughs> I don't know. The, fala- the tahini sauce is vegan, so... Let's hope it's all vegan. I, I mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It's never easy. It's never, never completely easy. All right. Well, my excitement was a bit dimmed by the uh, prospect that not everything is vegan. I asked the guy, are all these sauces vegan? Yes. Well, does this one have mayonnaise? Yes, it has mayonnaise. Ugh. Oh, it also has to be a chore to figure this stuff out, you know. But then they have this sauce called Invisible, which is a super... They, they're calling it super spicy green sauce. And uh, it, he said... It, I looked on the website. They said that one's vegan. So, Even though here it didn't say vegan. L- let, me, let me see. Is this really that hot? Falafel Incorporated. I, I, I just wonder why they would call this Jersey. It's not, it's New Jersey, right? I mean, not to be didactic, but to be didactic, it's called New Jersey. There's nothing called Jersey. That's an island over there in, uh, in the English Channel. Is it hot? It's a little hot. Man, there's a lot of fries here. Sitar. 
surprised. <laughs> nice. This is going to be a great meal. This is a little hot, yeah. Invisible. Sort of like... Oh, you know, when... Uh, when I went to that, uh, the town hall, remember I told you about that? To that project they're building near my house. They do the Pledge of Allegiance. And again, I'm like, you know, I, I sort of feel like, you know, that whole thing, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, you know, so like... I don't think that I... I find the Pledge of Allegiance to be somewhat questionable. You know, it's supposed to be a free country. We don't have to pledge allegiance to anything. But as kids in school, we had to say it, you know. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, invisible, with liberty and justice for all. And you look over to your... Is, is it like, our country's invisible? Like, wait, what do you mean? Like, I can see it. This is the country. How is it invisible? <laughs> the country is invisible. Oh, maybe like it's a stealth technology, like the enemies can't see it. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Put your hand over your heart. Pledge of allegiance. I don't know, that just feels kind of oppressive, yeah. But, again, it's not that big of a deal, so just do it if, you know, you don't have to cause a ruckus. Anyway, I'm sitting here in the wheel area. Someone's on one of those uh, those hydraulic lifts doing some sort of wheel repairs to the wheel. You know. What the hell's up with this wheel? Charge like 10 bucks. A lot of people, more people will go on. Why don't you charge 10 bucks? I guarantee you, more than three times as many people will go on than you charge 30 bucks. What's the point of 30 bucks? You know what I mean? Like... What if you charge like $8,000? Like literally zero people would go on. You know. Where do they come up with these prices? But this is definitely a cool uh, seating area. Looking out at the Ferris wheel on uh, <coughs> loading area. It's very sunny though. If it was a more gloomy day, this would be, this would be like a perfect seating area. A gloomy day looking out at the Ferris wheel entry area. All right, I haven't even had my falafel yet. I'm just uh, I'm eating these fries with a super hot sauce. It's quite good, really good. It's a bit hot. My nose is starting to run. That's good. That's a good thing, though. Man, decent portion. <coughs> Maybe I'll email the company see what definitive guide to what's vegan. Anyway, so here is the story I talked about. Summer's Wheel, right? And there's an image of it. Summer's Wheel, installed 1892. Immediate precursor to the original Ferris wheel. In 1892, William Summers installed 53-foot wooden wheels at Asbury Park, New Jersey. Atlantic City, New Jersey, and Coney Island, New York. Let's not worry about that one. Um, the following year, he was granted the first U.S. patent for a, round, a roundabout. George Washington Gale Ferris, Jr. 
but his middle name was Gale, like the guy from uh, Breaking Bad. Um, rode on Summer's Wheel in Atlantic City, New Jersey, prior to designing his wheel for the World's Columbian Exposition. In 1893, Summers filed a lawsuit against Ferris for patent infringement. However, Ferris and his lawyers successfully argued that the Ferris wheel and its technology differed greatly from Summers' wheel, and the case was dismissed. Listen, I'm looking at a picture of Summers' wheel. It's exactly like the Ferris wheel. This guy just had some better lawyers than Summers, okay? Oh, my God. <coughs> Listen, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but now everyone assumes that guy invented it, but he didn't. Summers in Jersey invented it, okay? But what happened to the guy? I'm trying to figure out what happened to him. Gale. Yeah, he died, like, right after that. Listen, someone dying is not funny. What is this, someone laughing? I know, it wasn't because I said that. Listen, the guy died. <laughs> He died of typhoid fever. Uh-oh. Just in 1896. Jeez. <coughs> How old was he? He was 37 years old. Jeez. Listen. Maybe don't copy other people's ideas. Maybe it's like, uh, you know. But was he was he hanging out with, like, typhoid Mary? I mean, how did he get it? <laughs> I don't know. Typhoid Mary is one of the superheroes in that game I played. Marvel Snap. She gives everyone, all the superheroes, typhoid and kills them all. Like Ferris. Alright, finished it up. The falafel was, uh, was, was passable, it was good. Not at this level of my, my, the best falafels I've had, like a Mamoons or something, but... Um, it was good, but the fries were really good. I tried, sent them a, on Facebook, I sent them a, an email or a message to see if they could clarify what is and is not vegan. Who knows if they're going to write back? It just—it's just so annoying. Places that are like almost completely vegan and yet have a few non-vegan items. It just—why? Why? Why all the confusion? I think it's just because they just don't know any better. They, they just think it's okay. And listen, they can do whatever they want, but you know, it's very frustrating being vegan because you know. It's not just a lack of options, which is annoying. But again, no one owes me anything. They don't have to give me these options. But um, <clears throat> just a lack of understanding about the rules surrounding it all. And I know there's a lot of confusion about the rules. Everyone has different rules. Anyway. Ah, what do you want? It was all right. It was an all right lunch. <clears throat> They're cleaning the, uh, the glass doors of the the wheel area, the dream wheel area. <coughs> yeah, I was thinking about that Pledge of Allegiance, which obviously the term is indivisible, not invisible, but as a kid, you, you have no idea what indivisible means. It just sounds like invisible, like the invisible man, you know. <coughs> Claude Rains was the invisible man And something went wrong For Fay Ray and King Kong They got caught in a cellular jam and at a deadly pace it came from 
outer space. And this is how the message ran. Science fiction. Alright, enough of that. Um, <coughs> you know, like forcing children to say this pledge, I pledge allegiance. Well, why are, if, if, it's, if there's not an option to not do it, what, I'm, you're, you're, you're being forced to pledge, right? It's, it's under duress, you know? Uh, hey, little kid, you have to say this or else you're going to be in trouble. You have to pledge allegiance to the republic and the flag. Okay. Like, it's not a real, like, it almost implies that there's a choice. I have chosen to pledge allegiance. Well, if you're forcing someone, there's no choice. It's kind of like those religions that uh, impose the death penalty for leaving the religion. It's like, hey, welcome to the world, little kid. You're in this religion. Oh, and if you ever leave this religion, we'll kill you. Don't you love this religion? Um, yeah, it's great. I don't want you to kill me, so I'll tell you that I love the... I'll, I'll say that I believe in it so that you don't violently slaughter me, right? Again, that's not a real religion, right? It's like, you have to love this religion or you will kill you. <laughs> okay, I, I love it. It's great. It's great. Leave me alone. <laughs> Oh, cool. There's sinks over there. You can wash your hands without going to the bathroom. That's kind of cool. I do need to wash my hands. I got all this grease all over my fingers. You know, it sort, sort of smacks of that. You know, like, you are part of this or else. And most people are just like, listen, I'm just trying to live my life. I'll, I'll do whatever you say. Please don't kill me. You know what I mean? Like, but it's not a real religion. It's not a real pledge. It's not any. When you're forcing people to do stuff, none of it is real. It, it is just a violent, it's violent bullying and people just capitulating to avoid being beat up, killed, imprisoned, or whatever, right? But it takes away all legitimacy to the philosophies involved. Do you accept this? If you say no, I'm going I'm to stab you in the face. Yeah, I believe it. Great. <laughs> Thanks. It's great. I, be- I, told- I, so- I-, I so believe it. Please don't stab me in the face. I be- oh, it's great. I love it. It's fantastic. What, you-, you outdid yourself this time. It's amazing. What an amazing, v- what a- what an amazing whatever it is you're trying to make me agree to. It's amazing. I love it. Don't, don't-, don't stab me, please. <laughs> All right, let me get down off my soapbox. That's enough of that. Anyway... Ooh, Best Buy. They still love going to Best Buy. I don't know. What is what is there left to do at Best Buy? You can kind of buy everything online now, you know. Oh, there's Primark, too. Get some cheap clothes there. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> Let's go to Best Buy here. I used to have what they, what you might term gadget lust. Like you would see gadget, gadgets that you really wanted and then you would go to the store and look at them and really <clears throat> pine over them and imagine yourself having it but you can't afford it, you know. I don't really have that anymore. The technology has gotten so good. You know, you got a phone, you got a computer and if they break, you got to get a new one but otherwise there's nothing really new under the sun. It's a tech gadget, you know. <coughs> What do you have here? 
Yeah, ear. I don't. I never use those ear pods. I just use wired ear ear earphones. You know. <clears throat> oh, look, Sonic Frontiers. I I, I kind of. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a big Sonic the Hedgehog fan, but I didn't take the plunge on that one. <clears throat> I was uh, like sixty bucks on the PC. I'll, I think I'll. Uh, I'll wait on that one. Oh, you know, I do have a Switch, and I don't have any cartridges. I was thinking of trying to get just, like, one cartridge that I would always keep in my Switch. <clears throat> See, I already bought WarioWare to get it together. That's actually pretty good. Uh, anything on sale? Sonic Mania. That's not bad. 20 bucks. <clears throat> but, it, but does it have the DLC? That's a good question. <clears throat> it's kind of an un- unnecessary expense. But I could buy it, you know, just to have one cartridge for it. Ooh, Amiibo. Didn't they discontinue Amiibo? Those little figurines that you, you put on a little stand and... You know, you know what I'm saying? Do they still ha- they still using those? This one is, is Zelda and Loftwing. It's Princess Zelda and this weird, like, giant bird creature. I don't know. I don't know if they, they still have those Amiibos. Again, I'm not really... I, I don't really engage with this stuff in the physical sense anymore. Just just like a game like on the computer or on the switch, you just download it, you know. <coughs> right, what do they have that's cheap? Well Sonic Mania is only twenty. Sonic Forces is twenty. Well I know Sonic Mania is good, but it's unnecessary. It's not necessary. I'm not gonna get it. <coughs> anyway any other gadgets? I mean, eventually I need a new computer, but not until my current one dies. You know. Well, here's the here's the virtual reality section. The Oculus Rift. I used to be so into VR. I, I'm not even like in that direction anymore. I mean, I, maybe I will eventually, but sort of an empty experience walking around Best Buy these days. I remember one of the coolest uh, things in Best Buy was. Uh, what was the name of that format? It was a music format that came on the micro SD cards. Remember that? And it, and it was like you could buy pre-recorded albums on it. SanDisk had it. Remember that? What was the name of that format? I remember I bought an album by this this group, the New Number Two. That was George Harrison's son, Danny Harrison, right? And I mean, you gotta feel bad for the guy. I mean. You know, if your parent is one, of, if your father is one of the Beatles, it doesn't seem like any of the any of the offspring really. I mean, it, it kind of sucks. Sometimes it skips a generation, but I, they really didn't get like a lot of the musical talent of their of their fathers. But they got to do something. Try some music. It was not bad. The new number two, but I bought it on that format. It's a little tiny chip, you know. Oh, I don't even remember the name of it, but. What's this? Level lock, the invisible smart lock. Press the button to watch a video. You got to keep it pressed down to keep watching the video. So I remember, and I and I did a, a feature on the show about it. I went to Best Buy, then I sat in Bryant Park, and I list, started listening to it on my SanDisk player. It was so cool. It was like a new audio format. That was, I really liked that. That was very cool, you know. <clears throat> so... But that didn't last very long. And then also there, um, that slot radio. Uh, was it slot something? What's the other one called? Like slot discs or something? 
slot radio was really cool. It was like these, again, it was a little micro SD card that uh, it had like 500 or 1,000 songs on it that played kind of randomly. That was really cool. I think I still have some of the chips, but none of my players are working anymore. All right. Do I oh, wait, there's a level four? <laughs> wait, what happened? Level four? I didn't even realize there was a level four. Level four is not open yet. And I think Amazon store is gone. Anyway. <clears throat> so yeah, that was kind of cool. But there's really not going to be any more like physical formats and stuff like that, right? I mean, it's like that was like the final phase of physical formats. Anyway, I wanted to give you the uh, Fleet Devil Solitaire update. This is a solitaire game using a standard deck of playing cards I've been working on for over 15 years now. And uh, the development of this game, step by step, stage by stage, is all recorded here in, in this show, The Overnightscape. And uh, <coughs> I feel like the current version that I've been playing is a candidate for the final release. Uh, not, I'm not going to get deeply into the game right now, but just to let you know, three zonkers, a buffer of three in the easy go before you can place royalties. <clears throat> Face cards and aces are royalties. It's the only way you score. Whenever you're going to haul a royalty card, can choose to put it in your bankroll or place it face up in the easy go in which case you can't use it in your bankroll scoring is only in the easy go and this is uh the face cards the first one is worth one point the second one is worth two points the third one is worth three points on and on the aces are multipliers if you have zero or one ace that's times one two aces times two three aces times three and four aces times four it does make the scoring it requires a scoring chart, which uh, is a bit of a drag, but I found I really like the scores because uh, I've been playing three strikes and you're out. You keep playing. If, if you clear the market, you score based on your royalties. If you blow it and you can't clear the market, that's a strike. Three strikes and you're out. And the games have lasted eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. The current one I'm on, like 13 or 14 rounds. But eventually you will get to a, a round where you can't win. And the scores have been like in the 200s, 400s. One time it was in the 700s. But it feels like, a, it just feels like a good score. It feels like there's a lot of, it's a, like, it's a process, but it, it doesn't go too, too long. And uh, you're going for high score. So this version, which uses those features, it, it feels almost to the point that it's completely tuned. And uh, I just love playing it. And uh, I did some research into, you know, what can I do now with this game? And apparently the U.S. Patent Office has cracked down on card games. And they will not issue patents for new rules to card games using regular playing cards. So that's not there. So you can't patent the rules. So I'm thinking I'm just going to make a book, a book out of it. You know, I don't know if there's really much money to be made on something like this, inventing a new card, a new solitaire game. It's just not, it's not a cash cow. But I would say that uh, learning the game, I mean, I have not really, I tried, I, I showed PQ um, 
a bit of the game as it was a few months ago, and now it's a thousand times better. A thousand times better. But it is a bit complicated, but I feel like I'm going to really, uh, you know, if I put it in book form and just put all my notes and the history of it and how to play and everything else. Look at this. There's a new feature coming, a new store coming here called Jump, the world's first hyper-real wingsuit simulator coming soon. Limitlessflight.com. So I guess you put a, put your wingsuit on. And there's a fish song called that, and you, uh, I don't know. It's probably one of those giant fans, like like those skydiving simulators, and you probably have a virtual reality helmet on, and you feel like you're flying. It's wild stuff. Introducing Dream Live, a twenty thousand square foot revolving exhibition space. Go this way. Dream Life presents Beyond Van Gogh, the immersive experience. Oh, that's where you go in these rooms and they're projecting Van Gogh paintings. Not something I'm particularly interested in, but yeah. <clears throat> Listen, this place is still under construction. There's the cool garden space with the gnomes. and This is the area where they're going to originally have like hundreds of live rabbits until the, the animal rights people got a hold of, uh, got a hold of them and slapped them around a bit and like, now nah. <laughs> you, you have to put little rabbit dolls. You can't use real rabbits. It's a cool space though, that garden. Okay, so I'm back to that around the clock place. Okay. Oh, there's people standing on the roof. Wow. They're outside the skylight. Wait, I was up here before. All right, let me go down one level. I'm trying to get to all the levels. Like, what is this music? Sort of, it does sort of sound like theme park music. I was going to use Shazam. Music is so syrupy and indistinct. Can I detect it? Could almost be like uh, like stock royalty free music or something, right? It may not even be like real music. It's a little later now. I'm here in the Coca Cola Lounge, and inside is a, a the podcast studio with including three microphones and headphones, and there's uh, also like webcams and stuff. The Pod by Coca-Cola. Thank you for no, thank you for listening. So I don't know when they do podcasts in there, but I tried the door; it's locked. I could do some podcasting in there. Across the way here, they're going to be opening the Astro Gallery: Gems, Fossils, and Minerals. You know that store that's on uh, what Fifth Avenue in New York City? They're going to have a, a satellite store here, Astro Gallery. I'm assuming it's the same. It's got to be the same Astro Gallery, right? It's wild. I want, I want to do some podcasting. Well, I am doing it right now, but I want to go in the studio and hang out at the mall. I've had so many dreams about having like a, a little radio studio in a, in a shopping mall. And this is one of the only ones I've ever seen besides uh, brain casting in, in, the, in the mall section of um, MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Well, 
guess in this reality we just have to accept the uh, limited visions we can get of such things. Shiatsu Renew, massage, not yet oh. open. No, I really do like this place. I've been here for a while. Like that, this, 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 the mall fatigue is starting to set in. But listen, I have a lot of tolerance for this stuff. I think I'm going to keep going. Here's a place called Blast. Avoid the line and blast in 7D faster. Which is a 7D cinema? Wow. This is, this is a cinema ride. Oh, my God. It's an actual cinema ride. Los Bandidos, Carnival, Zombies, Gigamon, and Werewolves. Remember I used to be so obsessed with cinema rides? They have a cinema ride here. What do you want? Here's the Angry Birds mini golf from ground level. And how about, isn't there the, uh, the beef jerky world over here? They have some vegan jerky, but it's just terribly overpriced. Come and play. Avian Academy, standby. Angry Birds. Bake- Here's the Angry Birds Bakery. And the Angry Birds Gift Shop. What is that product? Milk Chocolate Angry Birds. Great. Cinnabon or Cinnabon. No, a Cinnabon. It can't be Cinnabon. I, I've been pronouncing it Cinnabon all the time. Remember I bought that hot sauce in here? And, um, and then when I opened it, like the glass just shattered. Unisoy vegan jerky. How much is this? Three for 38. <laughs> Three... Three, three for thirty-eight. See what I tell you. See what I tell you. Thirty-eight dollars for three little packs. Yeah, it's vegan. It's not even meat. You didn't even have to slaughter an animal. You just had to slaughter some soybeans. You know. There's some hot sauces here. Armageddon beef jerky. Uh, Arma not getting that one. <laughs> wow. I remember I talked to a guy in there once. Having this long conversation about beef, beef jerky and stuff. What is this? Ring to zing. Oh, those like metal rings and stuff. Alright, I should go to Toys R Us, I suppose. Suppose I must go to Toys R Us. Rare and Toys R Us here. Some Star Wars action figures based on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. There's that droid Ned B. Kind of a cool robot toy beyond the Obi-Wan Kenobi show being kind of crappy. Where's, where's the Andor toys? I might like to get those, but here is something that's very cool. Vintage collection. It's the Tantive 4 Corridor. And they never had this originally, right? The very first scene in Star Wars. Where Darth Vader breaks into the blockade runner, the Tantive Four. That cor- very distinctive corridor. Does it come with, is it just the corridor, I guess? It's kind of a cool toy. It's a toy I would have dr- dreamt of when I was a kid. I don't think the prices on any of this stuff. 
Anyway. Some cool stuff. Superhero action figures. This is definitely giving me flashbacks of the of the of wandering around the Toys R Us in Times Square. Because you know, Toys R Us was gone for a while, and I, I don't know what entity or corporation or holding company is in charge of this particular version of Toys R Us. But they did a great job here, honestly. It's two levels. It really feels very... It doesn't feel like, <laughs> like a crappy like fake Toys R Us like they had in Macy's. This feels kind of substantial. There's one toy I almost wanted to buy for only $4.99, a baby taper from Schleich. But I shall resist impulse purchases. I mean, I mean, it would be okay to have a baby taper. Weren't the tapers the creatures that were in the beginning of 2001 A Space Odyssey? Oh, there's five guys. That would have been my alternate... Uh, food source had I not found the semi-vegan world of Falafels Incorporated. It's like a giant video screen on the side of Five Guys showing them preparing their food. Professionally shot, not in real time. In real time it would be kind of cool. It wouldn't look quite as slick. Alcohol served on premises must be consumed on premises. We ID everyone. Oh, there's that place, Yo-Yo So. See, I'm, I'm resisting the mall fatigue. How long have I been here? I've been here almost three hours. All right, I think it's time to uh, see if we can walk around the theme park. Because I don't think you have to buy a ticket to walk around. You just can't go on any rides. Remember I went on the one ride, the Blues, Tr- <laughs> Blues Clues train, and, and they, I was criticized for holding my recorder up to my mouth. I'm like, it's too dangerous. Meanwhile, this is like the most gentle ride possible. To put your recorder down, sir, it's a hazard. This is the Nickelodeon theme park store. Yes. Do we really need such a consumer society where there's all this stuff for sale all the time? Ooh, pick! Let me go to pick first. How did I miss this stuff? I went in, I went in some weird directions before. Remember pick? They used to have that, that, that at um, Grand Central. They had a pick location, P-I-Q. But it was called something else before that. But, you know, like, this is a repeating pattern. I talk, you know, talk about morphic resonance. And, uh, you know, this is resonating with all the other marketplaces and stores and malls throughout history and time. Yes, there are other ways to organize society. But this is uh, what we have now. And it does make for a, a quite a compelling space to walk around and be in, as opposed to a uh, just sitting at home. Well, look, the world's smallest battleship. A lot of cool world's smallest products. World's smallest Hello Kitty. World's smallest garbage pail kids. It's a it's a little it's a it's a miniature doll of a baby throwing up. Necessary? No. 
but it's what our society has. We have this kind of stuff. There's those miniature magnetic balls that were all the rage, and then they <laughs> they discontinued them because people were. I don't know how many people. If you if you eat two of these little magnets, it could like gum up your inside. You have to get surgery. So just don't eat the damn stuff. What do you want? It's a toy. You don't eat it. Don't give it to a little kid. Don't give it to a toddler. This is giving me flashbacks to uh, being in Grand Central Station in the late 20 teens. <laughs> Ever notice there's a lot of flashbacks? World's smallest Barbie's Malibu Dreamhouse. Oh. oh, yeah, look at this. Bar- Malibu Barbie's Dreamhouse. Um, yeah, in, in the wedding video, I, I was mentioning the movie I made where we took my, my sister's Barbie Dreamhouse and my friend Chris and his heavy metal friends were like playing around with it. That, I think, will be, will, that is going to be one of the videos in uh, the thing coming up. It's called uh, Curly Gecko's Musing. The, um, the sequel to Early Echoes Fusing. Yeah. Little blind box assortments of various toys, unicorns and such. Monchichi, look at that, a whole selection of, like a Monchichi astronaut. I remember their Monchichi, it's a, a little monkey toy. It was kind of popular in the 70s. And then right there, it was, and it was like, Monchichi, Monchichi. And here's a little roll-up keyboard. Demo. Stop. <laughs> At least I had a stop button. How about this? Rock and roll it. <laughs> Virtual drum pad. A little loud. All right. More pointless amusements, but that's what it's all about. That's the point of it. Is the pointlessness is the point of it all. <laughs> and the DreamWorks Water Park gift shop. And every gift shop has someone working there. You know. like a you know very bored people waiting for customers well on a Tuesday and a Tuesday I think Tuesday is like the least uh, no it's a Wednesday I'm sorry I, I'm so sorry today is Wednesday not Tuesday it's Wednesday it's tomorrow I'm going into New York I just thought of this this morning or last night that I'm going to come here I'm very glad I did here's the theme park I wonder if, because remember I was here last time and more of the uh, roller coasters weren't really weren't really running. The entrance to Nickelodeon Universe has an anim- has an abstract animation on video of the slime, which is the hallmark of their television network, where children they would dump this green slime on children, and that that was considered entertainment back. That's like, that's more like for millennials, not really. You know what I mean? I think Nickelodeon was like a millennial thing, not really a Gen X thing. I was a bit too old when Nickelodeon came around. Yeah, you can go in without paying. So cool just to wander around and see all the rides and stuff. 
cool indoor. Th- Again, of all the times I've been obsessed with indoor theme parks, here's one right here. But as always, the reality of something like this is, is nowhere near as grand as the ima- imaginings of such things. They even have a, uh, a slime statue. What was the whole thing with the slime? Like if you said a certain word, they would slime you? I guess it's kind of like that thing where like children love gross stuff. So the slime is sort of like boogers. Or what was the whole point of the whole slime thing? They have life-size figurines of Ren and Stimpy, though. They should have a lifetime... Uh, <laughs> they should have a life-size figurine of John Chris Felusi. That'd be good, too. So the kids can pose with it. No! No! He's a bad man. He created Ren and Stimpy, but then he did some bad things. And here are some some people dressed as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Still popular after all these years. Pretty good costumes, though. Really, really well done. Hi. Waving at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know which ones. I don't have them memorized. I was there from the beginning. I remember when that first came out by Eastman and Laird. It's impossible to get issue one. And then uh, they released Fugitoid. About a, a little robot that was running away and was a fugitive. And, uh, and I'm like, finally I get a number one. And that wasn't worth shit. No one wanted Fugitoid. <laughs> that was not valuable at all. Get out of here with Fugitoid. Dream Fudge. Frozen Bananas. I feel like I was here recently. No, I was. It was just a few months ago. Right right before I went on that weasel adventure, I came over here to the American Dream. And this is much less crowded than it was the day I went there. Maybe Wednesday is the least crowded day. More claw machines. The claw machines of broken dreams. There's a giant figurine of, like, Avatar the Last Airbender riding, like, a giant buffalo. It's really big, though. It's a really cool figurine. Or statue, whatever you would call it. Maquette. Like, what would you call that? All the attendants at all the rides. And, of course, this insufferable music. But what do you want? And the skyline screen. Temporarily closed. And here's those giant windows that I've been looking at driving by on the bus, riding on the bus, looking at this curving windows of the indoor theme park here. So much, so, so many years, and now I'm inside for a second time, and the sunlight streaming in. Look, the slime photo studio. What are you doing here? Did you get slimed? I, I wonder about these photo booths, when everyone has like a photo booth in their pocket. Look at this. Error, there's an error screen. Please check your internet connection. Uh-oh. Should we try the proxy settings? Oh, I don't, I don't have access. <laughs> what the hell? Please insert $10. I love that. <laughs> they just go right for the juggler. Listen, insert $10. Wow, it's empty and bright in here. Almost liminal. But it's a little too sunny to be liminal.
cool, like an ancient ancient temple god kind of thing. You can take as a photo op. What is this? Pasti duci bandi left hand side. Musical youth, or the spiritual successors to musical youth. It's the same tone, right? Not many roller coasters are going right now. Hellish noises. Oh, this is deliciously nihilistic. Invader Zim's flip and spin of doom. So one of like the, the crazy mouse coasters is going. And a giant the, the giant claw machine that's so huge. Oh look, play till you win. How much do you insert? Ten dollars? Oh two two dollars, okay. <laughs> you get a little pack of smarties worth one cent. Good 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 job. Good job. The big one. $3 per play. Some more claw machines. A taco cat. Wow, what, what, what is this? The palindrome, uh, palindrome uh, syndrome here? It's a taco cat. An alien. Is that maybe UFO tofu? There's an owl. Owl's not. Owl's tough. LWO. It's a monkey. Yeah. Maybe this is. Maybe taco cat is, is the exception of the, of the palindrome system of the machine here. Look, they have all these lockers you can use. Well, I guess while you're riding, one-time locker use while you ride. Free for the first 45 minutes. $5 fee for each additional 30 minutes. Maximum fee of $20. No cash payments accepted. I guess that's cool. You, you, you put all your junk in there so you can, uh, so you don't have to worry about it while you're riding the rides. Oh, here's a ride that's going. It's, uh, trying to, I, I don't know what, we'll have to see what um, entertainment property this is related to. Ang's Air Glider. So this has to be like Avatar The Last Airbender. I never saw that one. All right, sitting down here. Awesome dream fudge. So, um, just had a slight update from last episode where I was talking about Archie Bunker's plays, All in the Family. You know, Gene Stapleton, who played Edith Bunker. Uh, I forgot to mention that uh, I had a teacher in grade school who uh, told the story a number of times about how she had lunch with Jean Stapleton and how nice she was. It was, her, it was like her brush with greatness. I'm not, I forget the context of why she, my teacher had lunch with Jean Stapleton who played Edith Bunker. All right, dingbat. But that was a good story. Cool story, bro. And uh, another cool story. This morning, they finally launched Artemis One, a space mission to the moon. Yes. So many years later, they're starting up the moon missions again. 
today was the beginning of that. Apollo is a, 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 a god, and Artemis is a goddess. So. I think Apollo is the god of the sun. Artemis is the goddess of the hunt. And they're hunting for a new moon mission. Uh, yeah. After so many years, it's been, uh, what, 50 years since Apollo Apollo uh, 17, the last one. And it's, it's unmanned, but they are uh, sending it to the moon. And uh, in a couple years, actual human beings may actually land on the moon. Incredible. I just want to note that, that it, it has begun. The new missions have begun. Of course, I have been quite aware of the uh, conspiracy theories that the original Apollo moon missions were fake. And uh, I do tend to think that there, there is something funny going on with those uh, Apollo missions. But who knows? Maybe Artemis is real. It's, it, you, you never know. The Artemis project may be real. But it seems like they're using the same 50-year-old technology that they claim to have lost all the plans. They had to reinvent everything because they lost all the plans to the original Apollo. Great. Of course, we have the dilemma. They had limited resources to fake it back then. That's why all the footage and all the photographs look so horrible. With the, today's computer graphics and God knows in government labs they have to be at least 10 or 15 years ahead of us in terms of their computer graphics we'll never know if it's real or is it memorex I don't know what it would take to convince me at this point well, what if Frank what if you personally went to the moon well, I mean, it'd be cool just to be able to say you went to the moon. I mean, yeah. Even if it's fake, as long as you can tell people, yeah, you know where I went? The moon. Yeah, yeah, went to the moon. Yeah, what are you going to say about that? Where'd you go? Hong Kong? I, I went to the moon, damn it. Okay, went to New Ze you went to New Zealand? Went to the moon, La Luna, okay? It's a much better vacation. So what if you die if you go outside? It's still a good vacation, okay? Just don't, just, just don't go outside. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Stay indoors when you're on the moon. You don't want to blow up like a balloon like those people on the Total Recall on Mars. Yeah, whatever happened to Mars? I thought they were going to try to go to Mars next. We have to get our ass to Mars. I don't think we're going to get our ass to Mars anytime soon, actually. Oh look, you can buy a slime shirt. Like, you know, I'm I'm like there's certain graphics that I'm I adore and other ones I find meaningless. So all of the graphics and all the characters, SpongeBob SquarePants, everything about new Nickelodeon just does nothing for me. But that's because I didn't grow up with it, right? I don't have a an affinity for it, but I'm I'm assuming there's a generation that these characters like are meaningful to them. Like, like the Spongebob, the Squarepants is a meaningful character. But I was too old when that character came along. I don't care about that character. You need to be impressed at a certain age. And, and how about Paw Patrol, for example? I never saw Paw Patrol when I was growing up. 
Gen X didn't have Paw Patrol, but every kid isn't into Paw Patrol now. Little dog and cat policemen and policewomen and, and fire marshals and shit. Listen. There's different characters for each generation. Do we want the same characters? Oh, wow, the evolution of Jeffrey Giraffe. Over the years, I, I just... It just went out of... Uh, out of... Uh, my view as I'm going up the escalator here. Alright, one final story. Yo-Yo So. I went here last time. It was kind of eh. But maybe I didn't really... Like, I feel I'm very unhurried today. I have no agenda. I don't have to go anywhere. My haircut's not till 7.15. Yes, I'm getting a haircut. I need it. Oh, no line at, uh, at Five Guys. Yo-Yo So. Let's see what they got here. All right, I'm feeling, I'm feeling mall fatigue. I feel like I need to go home, but I, I'm, I'm gonna stick with it. Listen, you can only be in a mall so long. Remember that one time I, I stayed in a mall all day long? Man, I, I had mall fatigue way beyond this when I, when I left there, as you might imagine. This yo-yo so feels like it feels like a like a giant dollar store. I don't know what the hell this store is supposed to be. Yeah, the mall day that was wild up at the uh, Palisade Center. I went to see movies. It was like uh, it was amazing. It was tough though. I'm, I had this feeling I have now of mall fatigue. Is this like an official condition? You start to feel like a tiredness in your upper torso and a general like malaise of spirit because you've been in the mall too long. And there's a lot of people that have to go to, they go to the mall because they have to go with someone else to go shopping, but they hate the mall and they feel this immediately. It takes a while for me to feel it. Alright, there's some toys back here. Trolls. Poppy the Trolls, 50% off. All toys and games, 50% off. Wow. Anything good over here? X-Men's Rogue. Wow. A Rogue Legends action figure. So what is the full price? Again, there's no prices on anything. I love how they, this is a new trend. There's no prices on anything. Ooh, League of Legends. Wow. Heimerdinger, Jinx, Vi, Caitlin, and Echo. Oh, from the TV show, yeah. I saw that show. That was pretty good. How about Nora, the rabbit creature? That'd be a good figurine. How about Aquaman? Figurine. <laughs> I gotta get out of here, man. I'm at the end of my rope with this mall. I can't take it anymore. Even even I have my limits. I love malls. But enough is enough. Soon. Soon. We'll be gone. So we'll be out soon. Just wandering around this puzzling store. Yo-Yo So. Really, food products. Wiley Wallaby. Uh, they have Wallaby uh, licorice. I, mean, I don't really need licorice, but I should I get some watermelon flavored licorice? I mean, I think it's I think it's actually a vegan. No, this is not the one that says vegan. Okay. There's one that says vegan, but not this one. It's a different Australian licorice that says vegan. Well, they have a lot of different li- licorices here. Let's see, Wally Wallabies. Eh. But this one, this brand. 
Daryl Lee. Plant-based. I don't need it. I don't need it. Alright. I think I did everything at this mall. Donor donor kebab is no, it's not open yet. Alright, we're back here looking down at the mini golf. And there, look, there's some kids that are about to play some Angry Birds mini golf. And look at this, the game room, powered by Hasbro, coming spring 2023, including G.I. Joe laser tag. Can you imagine being a parent and bringing your kids here and there's like, there's like 20 or 30 things to do that cost like $40 per person. Just do the math. I mean, it's like, as long as, I mean, if you're wealthy, I guess it's okay, but I mean, it's so expensive. I didn't buy anything today other than that falafel. The falafel meal. Get ready to play. Attractions, arcade, dining, retail. Ooh, De La Soul. Wait a minute. They're actually playing De La Soul. Nice. It's from uh, Three Feet High and Rising, the first album. Me, myself, and I. All right, finally, I have to go over here. No, wait, Donor Kebab is open. Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought I saw it. Let me see if they have a vegan one. After that vegan confusion of the other place. Let's see. I'm going here. Veggie kebab. Hmm. Alright, I think I've, I think with these kind of places I'm better off going on the website than asking the uh, employees because they usually do not have much insight into the deeper aspects of their workplace. As at Falafel Incorporated, everything's vegan. Is it? This one says it has mayo in it. Oh. Van, Le- Van Leeuwen vegan ice cream yeah I'm definitely the w- I had it last time it was okay but it just was it was just okay oh there's some new restaurants over here though this is that pizza food court area good, good choice of music though oh giant connect four they have Giant Connect 4 here. Right, hold on, hold on. I want to do that thing. Where I don't see here, diagonally. Pretty sneaky, sis. And it fell through. Okay, it's busted. <laughs> Great. I'm trying to play Giant Connect 4, and it's busted. That, I mean, Connect 4 annoys me for some reason. I don't like playing that game. All right, what, what do we got? Oh, wow, the game room's going to be over here, too. We have Vinoteca, a wine bar. Lady M, which I think is like pastries. More, more multi-gate machines. That's so cool. It's like arcade machines here. And, and Vanessa's Dumpling House. 
I love how they have... Uh, look, I can play Sinistar. I can play Sinistar right now. You use a credit card. I hunger, coward. Me, a few years ago, would have wanted to play Sinistar in this food court. What do they got here? Noodles. Dee, dee, dee. I don't know. Yeah, they, they didn't say the magic word on the menu. Vegan. Listen, you gotta say the magic word. I know most of you are not vegan, and you kind of think I go overboard with it, but... You know... It doesn't seem to be a complete... I, I'm not telling anyone else not, I, I'm not telling anyone else not to do it. I just want to be vegan. I want to have vegan options. That's all I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? You can do what you want. You know, and as I've said many times, we're probably living in some kind of virtual reality anyway, so no animals were harmed. Just like in the Matrix. I don't want to know nothing. I know the steak isn't real, but it tastes quite juicy to me. Does it, Joey Pentoliano? Does it? All right, we're outside on this balcony thing. This balcony thing is really cool. It's a bit more overcast outside now. Cars are going by on, what is this, uh... Is this the uh, Meadowlands Turnpike, or this is kind of I forget what this road is called. Obviously, Route Three is over there. There's the stadium, and somewhere over there is uh, the horse racing place that's still going on. <laughs> you get some horse races, bet on the horses. Beetle Bomb. Do they still have like horses like Beetle Bomb? What was that song? Was that like Spike Jones or something? Anyway, kind of a cool scene out here. Anyways, uh, wow, thanks for coming to the mall with me. It was quite fun. I don't know what I'm going to call this. What should I call this episode? I'll figure it out. I'll use that. You'll, you'll see a picture I took in the mall and, a, and some sort of caption that will describe my experience here. Now look at that airplane. This big airplane going by. Wait, we, we can see. What plane is that and where is it going? Hold on. I'm going to do it real quick here. Quickly, go, go, go. Flight tracker. It looks like Continental. Continental. All right. Where am I here? I am this order right now. No. No, wait, there's no one. It's United. Hold on one second. I'm just I'm getting confused here now. Yeah, that was uh, United Flight 727 from Panama City. So this came from, is coming from Panama? Maybe. Panama. Do, do, do. No! Oh, wow. Look, that's kind of a liminal space. The walkway with like the puddles of water over there. Let me take a picture. Wait, this could be a good place to take a picture, too. This is very cool. Let's see if we can do this here. Yeah, man. Cool. My hair looks horrible. My hair looks horrible. I need a haircut. I'm going to have one in a few hours, though. Hey. Hey, what's up? All right, this picture sucks.
Anyways, thanks so much for patching into this episode of the Overnight Skate. Much appreciated. We're here on uh, the Onsug, a radio station inside a book. You can buy the book right now. And as, as I've been mentioning uh, last time, I've been working hard on the next edition of the book. It's going to be much improved. You can buy the current edition. It's a very cheap $15.42 last I checked. I don't make any money on it because it's a non-commercial project. It's very breezy out here. <laughs> Freezing. Uh, yeah, so go to onsug.com for all your information. O-N-S-U-G.com. You can participate in Overnightscape Central. Each week there's a new topic. Please submit your audio to Mr. PQ Ribber. Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Check out the latest episode of Overnight Escape Central for all the information you need to participate. We have a year and a half of uh, audio, over 10,000 episodes, a massive archive. We're focused on people listening in the near and far future. As I mentioned, we're a completely non-commercial project, and we have a unique style. And so you really can't get this stuff anywhere else. We are your radio pals. It's a life, this is a lifetime of listening pleasure. We'll always be here for you. This is like a public service from the early 21st century to you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and now, as that airplane, it looks like another United, United flight. What was I saying? Continental. What if that was Continental? It was, it's a time travel airplane. Where are they going? A giant portal opening in the clouds, leading them to this. The other side. Headroom here. Boss around? Okay, let's take a pause. Pause, pause, pause! That was a boring gap! Because who can get excited by an ordinary pause, even full of hot drinks? Oh, no, no, no! A pause filled with a Coke is something else. Wait for it! It's the pause that refreshes. Try it now. Catch the wave, Coke. Because it's very possible. <laughs>
When lava pours out near the sea surface, tremendous volcanic explosions sometimes occur. In time, submarine sea mounts or islands are formed. When lava flows underwater, it behaves differently, at times pouring forth like giant globs of toothpaste, called pillow lava. dives are over. Now Ballard with cameraman Al Giddings gets his chance to search out new vents. See how many vents we can find. I think we're going to find a lot. But the elusive dandelion is still something the whole ship's company wants to collect. Okay. Go cave diving. Okay. All right. Donnelly dandy snagger. Yeah, well... A new contraption to capture a dandelion in one piece has been put together by the crew. The preparation for a dive is always a tense time. But once the sub starts down, the crew, Ballard, Giddings, and pilot Ralph Hollis, can allow themselves a few moments to relax. Sub on the way to the bottom, some of the crew pursue their own prerogatives. When the sub is maneuvering at such tight quarters, the pilot must always be aware of dangerous overhangs. Should Alvin become trapped, there is no one to help. I'm trying to keep the camera in here. Keep the pivot right. Huh? Right or left? Right. 
No, I can't. It's not that wide, Bob. Oh, I see your problem. Well, Let's not get stuck in this thing. <laughs> now rising out. Okay, just get underway. And we'll try to follow the fissure out and drive along the trend, see if we can find some new figures. Do you see that white stuff along the edge of the rocks? That's spaghetti. When you see that, you know you're getting close to a vent. Porters and Alvin are so cramped, and her lights reach such a little distance into the gloom. Suddenly, ghost-like forms appear, take shape around the sub. A bouquet of tube worms is revealed. Alvin has come upon a huge and extraordinary event, and the largest tube worms anyone has ever seen. My God, look at that. Isn't that fantastic? must be at least eight, ten feet tall. And look at how many there are. Look at all that material in the water. It's just like a soup. This is just the biggest vent I've ever seen. Look at how extensive that life is. In 1977, we never saw anything like this. I and mean, we saw tube worms. There was a few of them. They were a few feet tall. But look at this concentration. Pictures taken through the sub-portholes can capture the overall view of the vents, but only the video camera can record the extraordinary close-up detail of the creatures. There must be a lot of food here for these animals to grow this much. Look at how many there are. You don't see this much life in shallow water. I wish we had a biologist here to see all of this.
Gentlemen, we are in big trouble. You've heard about it. You've read about it. Now, finally, you can see it. It will be a dangerous trip, and I don't know what we're likely to encounter out there. But someone has got to save the Earth from the treacherous clutches of that evil ray. Sure. Why not? We'll give it a try. Blast off with Flesh Gordon in his cosmic crusade against all evil. Witness the unbelievable, death-defying feats of that most remarkable superhero of them all, Flesh Gordon. Journey with Flesh Gordon through the dangerous outer reaches of intergalactic space as he joins forces with the mysterious Professor and the lovely Dale Arder to save the Earth from the incredible sex ray. Dale, there's a light at the controls. The plane's going down. Go down, go down. Flesh Gordon. The ridiculous. My... The unmentionable. The preposterous. Be swept away to the dazzling heights of astonishment as you enter worlds unknown. Good. There's oxygen on this planet. Your sickness. We have captured the Earth people and await your command. The Earth people, eh? Bring them to me at once. Enjoy with flesh the bizarre pleasures of the forbidden planet. I... I'm Chief Nelly. I'm Prince Precious, rightful heir to the throne of porno. Ah! What is it? A blower! It's opening! Join Flesh Gordon as the crafty Emperor Wang unleashes the forces of interstellar tyranny against him in a hundred mind-boggling adventures. I just wanted to look at your tits. Flesh Gordon. Look! An outrageous parody of yesteryear's superheroes. It's the eighth one of the world. Oh, boy. Not to be confused with the original Flash Gordon.
30 seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T-minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Beijing Grand, Shanghai Fu, Louis Vuitton fake handbags, Sejuan Plaza, a large capacity as the tree, Hong Kong Street, United States Road, as the Sejuan Canteen, Roses fragrant, sweet scented osmanthus, fragrant incense as Sejuan Tofu, Audi cars, BMW cars, as the Sejuan Bike, Bud Taiwan Liqueur, Louis Wine, Replica Gucci Handbags, Rice Wine as Sejuan, Raisins, Dried Albalone, as Four Schwanlo Bow Dry, Days Affection, Rosetta Stone, and Love, Not as good as the people of Sejuan Good Mood. Days of relentless, ruthless manner, where the people of Sejuan will do. Oh, definitely go to your room. Do remember to turn. Oh. Thank you. 
Television Miami Fort Lauderdale presents Miami Highline. Hello again, everybody. In the background, you can see something that's probably never been seen before on television. We know for sure never in South Florida, and that's the game of Highline. Hi, I'm John Wilt, my broadcast partner tonight, Marty Fleischman, the public relations director here at Miami Highline. Tonight's a big night. Not only the first night on TV, but the first night for the Big Super Six. Tell us about it. John, we're real excited tonight. As you said, this is the first night for real Highline on TV. And it's also a big night because it's the premier bet, Super Six, that we started here at Miami Highline. Tonight, there's a lot of people out there that are looking to win a lot of money. And we'll go into that a little bit later on how you win that Super Six. You can tell us about that later. Right now, I want you to tell us how you play the game out on the court, Marty. Highlight is pretty simple, John, really. You're just looking at an expanded version of handball, and everybody's familiar with handball, even racquetball. The object of the game is to throw the ball into a position that nobody else can catch it. You can catch it in the air or on the first bounce. You're playing on a very large court. It's 176 feet long, 50 feet wide, and 50 feet high. The wall is solid granite, and the side wall is gunite. What you're trying to do is put the ball in a position, throw it as hard as you can, put as much spinner English as you can, and uh, if nobody catches it in the air or the first bounce, they lose the point. 
That'll win you the points or the points. Exactly how do you win the game? Because you're in competition with either seven other players or seven other teams, be it singles or doubles. Right. The games here in the United States are played with eight teams, John. Uh, they rotate in a round-robin fashion, really. They play to seven points. The rules are called spectacular seven scoring. It's very simple. Actually, post one, post two, play each other the first point every game. The winner of the point stays on the court. The loser goes to the end of the line. They keep rotating until post eight comes up. After all eight teams have played one time, points are doubled to make the game a little faster, and then they continue in that rotating round-robin manner until seven points is reached. Team that reaches seven points first wins. Team that has the next highest number is second. The next highest number is third. If they are tied, it is a playoff, but every game is to seven points. That's how you play the game. That's how you win the game. Let's take a look at the equipment you use to do that. John, the equipment is very old. As a matter of fact, they've never been able to synthetically manufacture the basket or cesta, as it's called. There you see it being hand-woven in the Basque country of Spain. There are ribs called costillas, and then there's that woven material that's found only in the Pyrenees Mountains. It's straw material. There are very few basket makers in the world. Every basket is fabricated to the exact specifications of the individual player. There you see a player throwing with that cesta that's an amazing instrument, able to retrieve the ball and throw it at fast speeds. There you see the pelota, or the highlight ball. It's three-quarters the size of a baseball, John, and harder than a golf ball. Oh, it's very hard. I, you'll see later on how hard it is. Now you see him putting the goatskin cover. There's two goatskin covers on the outside of the ball, and they hand-sew they hand that pelota. Uh, it looks like to me that that ball right there, those are brand-new balls that you see right there, and uh, they cost over $100 a piece. Now, of course, Highlight has been around for a long time. It's been in this country uh, for a long time also. When did the game start itself, and when did it come to the United States, Marty? John, it was developed in the Pyrenees Mountains of Spain in the Basque country. It came to, the, came to this country in, uh, in 1904. It was introduced at the St. Louis World's Fair. We have a gentleman that has been around almost as long as the sport in this country itself. His name is Pedro Mir. We have a great interview with him. We talk about the history of the sport of high lie. Pedro Mir, you are the history of high lie. You started playing at uh, the age of 13 professionally, which is very unusual. And you started playing in frontons in other parts of the United States that no longer exist. Tell us about the history of high lie, where it started. The uh, first time that there uh, was uh, play pro professional highlight in the United States was here in Hialeah, Florida, in January 25, 1924. Then we played in New Orleans uh, in 1925, 26, and 27, and then it was played in Chicago from 27 to the late of 1930. Also, I believe it was played in New York. A lot of people don't realize in the Hippodrome. Yeah, we played in Hippodrome uh, in 1938. Uh, for about four or five months there, and it was very successful. At, you know, it was no uh, betting, no nothing. Just they didn't have betting on it uh, until the early 30s in Miami. Is that not correct? Uh, yes, and was legalized in 1934. Pedro, you told me that when you played in Chicago and in the Hippodrome as a professional, that a lot of famous people used to come. Can you relate oh, some of those stories? Sure. Fred Warren's the Pennsylvania uh, Orchestra was. Uh, one of the top in the world was then, and uh, Bob Calloway and uh, Gloria Swanson and... Uh, uh, Tommy uh, Babe Ruth used to come? Oh, yes, and he uh, come in the court several times and uh, played with us, and he did pretty good. Also in Chicago, the Gabby Harnett, the catcher of uh, the Chicago uh, 
team, and also Hack Wilson used to come in the front town and wake us up at 6 o'clock in the morning to practice with them. They love highlight. You uh, were player manager for 42 years. That is unbelievable. I don't see how anybody could be in any one job for 42 years. In all those years, you saw hundreds and hundreds of highlight players that came through uh, your rosters. Do you still remember almost every one of those players on the roster? Yes, and many, many of them are still in contact with me, especially in Crimson's time. They remember me, and I think that I'd, I am very proud to say that I, was, I am very well liked by my former highlight players. Pedro, I know you have a great love for the sport of highlight. Uh, it's suffered a little bit of lack of recognition nationally. This is the first time that it's really been televised the way it should be. And uh, tell me how you feel about seeing your sport being televised on TV. I'm finally I'm very happy to see it because I always uh, thought that highlights should be played in the whole country, the United States. The United States people love sports and highlights the most beautiful, fastest, and uh, uh, dangerous sport race. And I think uh, I haven't ever seen in my life uh, many places I play in the United States and South American, Cuban, Mexico, and every place. I never saw a person that didn't like the game. Pedro, has it changed very much now? Very briefly, are the players playing just about the same caliber as they were back uh, 30 years ago? Yes, they maintain about the same quality. You know, in, the, in uh, it's different eras that uh, certain outstanding players insisted certain rosters. And, uh, you know, it's hard to say this one is better era than the other because they never play against each other. And I think that now... We are very lucky, and I think that the company and the player manager here should be very proud that they have a wonderful roster. I think it's the best, and not only that, very young and ambitious. And they, we're we're lucky to have you with us. Stay with us a lot of more years, Pedro. Thank you, Mr. Pedro Mir, a legend in high lie. And Marty, you were talking with Pedro about some of the superstars in sports and uh, movies and television that were involved with high lie a few years ago. Speaking of superstars and Babe Ruth and people like that, what are the salaries uh, of high lie players compared with the Dave Winfields and the Dave Parkers and the big high salaried players today? John, a lot of people don't realize the high lie player's salary is based a lot on incentive purses. First of all, they do win money for getting win, place, or show in any game. They're also on a monthly salary, which is uh, determined by their performance out on the court. Their salaries are usually yearly. The average player in Miami Highlight makes thirty to 35000 and the best players make up into the eighty dollars or $90,000 uh, ranges. Now, one thing I noticed, uh, there are no left-handed Highlight players. Are there any left-handed Highlight players anywhere? That is correct. There are not any left-handed highlight players, mainly because it is against the rules to play left-handed. When the court was constructed, they put that side ball on the left side. All of the uh, player managers and all the frontons have a rule that there is no left-handed highlight players allowed anywhere. Now, we were talking about some of the high-salaried superstars. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to get a chance to look at probably one of the next great up-and-coming stars, the making of a superstar coming right up.
Jack Frost has a Christmas wish. I want to be, uh, human. So he can rescue his love from the evil king. Jack Frost, next.